my strong intuitive sense is that uh, having a public platform that is maximally trusted um, and, 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 and broadly inclusive um, is extremely important to the future of civilization. And it's been argued that this is the greatest political event since the election of 2020 and maybe for decades to come, right? This has big implications. It does. You tweet a lot. I use my tweets to express myself. He's used Twitter as a troll to, to go after people. He's used Twitter to talk up his own investments and things like cryptocurrencies. When out of the blue in August, he tweeted, quote, am considering taking Tesla private at 420, funding secured. That's 420, that's a code for marijuana, uh, you know, which he very much enjoys. The SEC disputed that claim and charged him with securities fraud. The case was settled with Musk agreeing that his communications relating to the company, including Twitter, would be overseen by his board. He's been charged by the SEC with misleading investors and paid millions in fines. I want to be clear, I do not respect the SEC. I do not respect them. So he falsely disclosed that he had an offer to take the company private that Saudi Arabia was standing behind. He didn't have it. Funding was actually secured. I want to be clear about that. Because the SEC uh, knew that funding was secured, um, but they pursued the, uh, an active public investigation nonetheless. At the time, Tesla was in a precarious financial situation, and I was told by the banks that if I did not agree to, to settle with the SEC, that they would, the banks would cease providing working capital and Tesla would go bankrupt immediately. So that's like having a gun to your child's head. Uh, so I was forced to concede to the SEC unlawfully, and now it makes it look like I lied when I did not in fact lie. I was, I was forced to admit that I lied for, to save Tesla's life, and that's the only reason. Elon Musk has launched an audacious $43 billion takeover bid for Twitter. He says he wants to pay $54.20 a share to buy up the rest of Twitter that he doesn't have. I think it's very important for uh, there to be an inclusive arena for free speech. So Elon Musk understands something about Twitter that many people in our country don't understand, which is it is the single most important forum for speech possibly in the world. Not because it's the biggest, but because it's where elite opinion is incubated. I am frightened by the impact on society and politics if Elon Musk acquires Twitter. He seems to believe that on social media anything goes for democracy to survive. We need more content moderation, not less. But there are massive life and globe altering, altering consequences for just letting people mm -hmm. run wild on the thing. As he put it on Twitter last month, quote, free speech is essential to a functioning democracy. At a moment when Twitter's greatest uh, opportunity and need is for greater control. The actual consensus view of mainstream liberals is that democracy cannot function if people they don't like are allowed to participate in it. He's a maverick doing his own thing and he doesn't like what they're doing and they are extremely scared and upset right now. Do you believe Twitter rigorously adheres to that principle? And overwhelmingly, they answered, no, it doesn't. The arsonist is coming back to cosplay as firefighter. He is going to be at the board. He believes that too many people are censored on Twitter. He believes Twitter's policies are misguided. He likes to post wild memes. And look, he's an edgelord, which means he likes to walk right up to the edge of the rules without quite breaking them. And his agenda has been telegraphed very clearly. Less control. In my view, uh, Twitter should um, 
match the laws of the, of the country of, and, and, and really, you know, that, that, there's an obligation to, to do that. The entire regime depends on holding a total monopoly over what Elon rightly calls the global public square. Our role is not to be bound by the First Amendment, but our role is to serve a healthy public conversation. And our move, moves are reflective of things that we believe lead to a healthier public conversation. The kinds of things that we, we do to worry about this is to focus less on thinking about free speech, but thinking about how the times have changed. Musk says free speech is imperative for a functioning democracy. I now realize the company will neither thrive nor serve this societal imperative in its current form. He's got the money. He has said, I'm willing to, to take this company private and begin this process. If in doubt, uh, let, let, let the speech, let, let it exist. I mean, otherwise it's, uh, hello, First Amendment. It's for, like, freedom of speech is fundamental. That's what a super villain hero would say, right? <laughs> he thinks he's Tony Stark, right? That's what they'd say, whatever, however you feel about him. Well, we are seeing a digital revolution and a real digital revolution staged by a man who was told by the world that he couldn't achieve his dreams, and yet he's done it twice doing his SpaceX program and his Tesla electric vehicles, and he's become the richest man on earth, defying public opinion. I think he'll make a deal go through, whether it's this one where he takes over the company. He only needs 30, 40% to have effective control, and I think he's in it enough to do it. And those who say, oh, how can he do Twitter when he's doing all this other stuff? What he's done is amazing. You take uh, what he's done in rocketry. His company has better technology than any other government agency or company in the world in that area. So the guy's able to do these things. So one way or the other, he will get control of Twitter. Twitter has extraordinary potential, he wrote. I will unlock it. It is an amazing coincidence. SEC and DOJ swoop in to investigate Tesla and Musk. Mull's Twitter takeover, isn't that a surprise? Of course, it's not a surprise. Twitter is a war zone. If somebody's gonna jump in the war zone, it's like, okay, you're in the arena, let's go. Elon needs to be prepared for what's coming. It would be one of the few things that is not fake and not performative. It would amount to effectively a declaration of war on our corrupt and illegitimate regime. The government is simply the biggest corporation with a monopoly on violence and, with, and where you have no recourse. Can so how much money do you want to give part? that entity? But the January 6th defendants are being treated differently on a whole nother level. They have been beaten by the guards. They are called whites. They are denied religious services, haircuts, shaving, the ability to trim their fingernails. There's more outrageous things happening there. They're denied time with their attorneys. They are denied the ability to even see their families and have their families visit there. They are denied bail and being held there without bail. Many of these people have never been charged for a crime before. Some of them are veterans and the treatment is unbelievable. They are told they have to denounce President Trump. They are told that their views are the views of cult members even though these are men that every single night at nine o'clock at night, they put their hand over their heart and sing the national anthem voluntarily. Imagine a group of men being held in jail with no idea of when they're going to go to court, no ability to bail out, no ability to see their family, 
being mistreated and abused worse than we treat, yet they have their hand over their heart every night at 9 o'clock and sing the national anthem. So instead of this being the downtown area with the population-dense area, they then slice it down into a much smaller area and then take the surrounding districts with little slivers. So normally the downtown area would be like this. But now the Democrats have these little slivers of their huge voting base voting in all of these outside counties and outside metropolitan area suburbs. So they take their voting block. Now they know they're in control of the downtown area so they can actually shrink that down and just have little slivers of these other voting districts into the downtown population dense area so that they can start to influence politically outside of the downtown area with judges and city councils and all these other different positions. So that's how they do it. That's how they gerrymander. They use illegal immigration to do it. They use all these other ways to do it. And then they gerrymander. And then the Republicans say, hey, we're not going to do this. We're not going to let Democrats control every county and every district's vote with the downtown population. Good to see you again.